0: Um, Hello. <laughs> I to go first because Sophia is applying um, Vaseline on her lips. Oh, and thank you. Uh, right now, Sorry. I see her using a big tub. And just like, just so you know, people use that on their skin. Like, they apply their moisturizer and then they apply like a thin coat. of like, Vaseline.
1: Yeah, I think you told me about this. Yeah,
0: sliming or something.
1: Sliming, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, actually, my because uh, I, I use Curology and the prescriber person... Oh my god! I don't know how to use words. Prescriber person, my provider, my doctor, whatever. Consultant. I don't yes, know. she was saying that if I ever because uh, the the skin around your mouth and lips are is very sensitive. So mm. when it starts getting sensitive, um, you she said that I could use uh I don't know what the word she used petroleum. Um, no, no, no! It was uh something like uh fragrance an emollient. Like, no, it was something like simple moisturizer, and then like what Vaseline. No. no, okay. <laughs> she no, she basically okay. said that I can use Vaseline for uh for for my moisturizing needs. But look, look at us—we're starting the episode off strong by both moisture. Now you're moisturizing. Wait,
0: you said to put it on like smile lines and laugh lines.
1: No, it's only if like you're getting. It was only if I were, was getting irritated from the the Curology prescription. If it, it was too on oh. those parts. But now I'm just putting it on everywhere because you're doing it. Yeah, it feels good.
0: And, you know, laugh lines, they, they come. Do, do you think they this come. would help,
1: though?
0: We're, we're still young. Yeah, because it's like a barrier. So it kind of locks in your moisturizer. and Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I believe it works. I hope it don't break out. And as for this aquaphor, it's like... Okay, yeah, it really depends. But that is non-comedogenic, so I think it should be fine. Comedogenic. Or, I mean non-communogenic um meaning that it doesn't clog your pores so that's very nice but also it depends how reactive your skin mm-hmm. is so yeah maybe be careful um
1: oh <laughs> on that, <You're> note, <laughs> on that <laughs> um, no no this this whole this whole this whole episode is just gonna be about us and we can honestly have a whenever conversation about vaseline i'm sure
0: yeah i mean it's just the best and like as for Akaport, it's like the only thing that has really worked on my lips long term you know like you know like we bought eos from oh costco God. recently EOS. it just dries it up eos was fun it was fun when it was an egg it it's was not just so satisfying anymore? they probably do sell the egg but the one that they sold at costco is just like the stick version oh. but yeah i don't know as boring as Aquaphor is it's, it, it's not boring
1: that's the yeah she's the queen bee she doesn't need to flaunt her flaunt her stuff True. to know she's the hot shit
0: the queen yeah. the queen and like the packaging I don't know I feel like I'm a baby when I use it but it's it's fine <laughs>
1: really I feel like okay. I feel like a little kid like um waiting for my with the boo-boo no, no, no I feel like a little kid um asking my mom for what she uses and then my mom has like an empty jar of like real, like 10 year old vaseline that she's been using for the, forever Dude. you know
0: you just like mentioning that unlocked like a childhood memory <laughs> a
1: really old vaseline sitting in the
0: bathroom <laughs> <laughs> whenever i saw a vaseline tube it always looked like it was from the 70s or something yeah. you know yeah, yeah it was just yeah, it's so
1: funny! Cute. Oh my gosh! But yeah, um, this so this podcast episode is not going to be an hour of us talking about Vaseline. But if that's some, if that if that's what we are into. Yeah, we'll do a bonus episode of us talking about our moisturizing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, moisturizing and digestive problems.
0: Yeah, seriously, because you know, I, I mean, honestly, this makes you feel good. You know, yeah. so it is important. It, moisturized lips are just. An attractive thing, period. Mm-hmm. So,
1: not in yeah. the, even in its own right. It's about what it says about the character and what their what their values are. Yeah, they value dude. taking care yeah. of themselves. True. It's not just the lips. It's not just the the little no, layer yeah. of petroleum jelly. That's a that alludes to more than just mm-hmm. just the petroleum jelly. Yeah, get- like
0: looking at chap lips is not fun either. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so. So, yes, everybody, please moisturize. A you listen, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, Aquaphor, tangent over. Yes, and now we're gonna dive into, I guess, um, another episode. We uh, we were talking about how our past few episodes have not been uh, targeted on a certain topic, mm-hmm. and um, you know, now there's a little bit more of a focus in this episode so that's cool but I think we're gonna go back to that approach right maybe targeting a certain subject yeah just because yes. I don't know I think it's uh a, a more specific conversation yes. it's just
1: it's more I don't know, guided more- and it's also like when I watch or I when I listen to podcasts I tend to pick out pick and choose the conversations uh, on topics that interest me or have some sort of relevance in my life so as a mm-hmm. listener I'm assuming that you know when we're uh putting a title or a question that res- mm-hmm. if it resonates well and it's more specific, then the conversation's probably gonna be better. I mean obviously we're still gonna yeah, higher
0: have higher
1: quality. Yeah, yeah higher quality. We'd still gonna, yeah. gonna have like conversations where we just you know talk about our lives and what we're learning and honestly like even this conversation we're about to have it's mm-hmm. high key. That's just a we're just slapping a label on what yeah, we're currently thinking true. about anyway exactly it just
0: happens to be more um I guess honed in on Mm -hmm. right Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah anyways so I I don't know if I mentioned in previous episodes but December January have just been kind of like rough months in the sense that you know I'm like graduating and like we're in a pandemic and you can just imagine how I don't know how stressed or how how lost you may feel with those two things going on Mm -hmm. and like Sophia did a own version of this and now I'm going
1: through wait, my wait, own wait, cycle wait. you, and it's you just... cut out just a little bit you said Sophia just and then I, I missed the rest of it
0: oh um Sophia graduated before me and she went through her own cycle with this and you know now I'm going through my own cycle as well and it's just interesting to see all the motions that came up and I think whenever I felt this way um I knew that the answer was like okay find the root cause why do you feel this way right mm-hmm. but then um I found myself stumbling upon post-graduation videos, whether that was, like, Q&As with, like, YouTubers or, like, a Gary Vee video, like, a five-minute motivational video mm-hmm. from him, you know? I didn't really know at the time. Like, I didn't know that that was exactly what I needed, but it was exactly what I needed. And um, even though I'm still scared about life and the world, mm-hmm. like, I think having that really helped me. And then that one's, that was when I was like, you know, this is why I love YouTube, because when I have an issue, I just, you know type, Type in the right keywords, right? And I feel like it it's like a resource for such yeah. for knowledge, right? Like people going through things that you have already mm-hmm, gone through. Mm-hmm. So that's really awesome. And I should um, share
1: the, the content of the the video that you sent me, because I think that was a very like what the takeaway main takeaway oh, from that three minute video of the Gary V one.
0: Oh right. Okay, so in the Gary V video, um I think the premise of the video was okay, Gary, I'm 22. I just graduated. Like, what do I do next? And um, the way his response is that, like, this is the time when you're young, you're freed from school, and now the world is your oyster. And because you're still young, this is like the best time for you to take risks. Um, I mean, that was like my biggest takeaway from it. And that made me very happy. Um,
1: I'm not sure if there was anything else that the video touched up on. Um, he, I think the most memorable thing that he said was When I see a young person and they're in debt, I'm like, yeah, respect. Mm -hmm. When I see a young person who's not in debt, I say, wow, or not shame on you, but something like like, Like. have as much respect. Because that means that they've Mm -hmm. fallen into the hands of the capital. He said it really poetically. He's fallen into the hands of the capitalist machine and given Mm -hmm. into what society expects of them instead of finding their own path. And eventually Mm -hmm. they're going to figure it out and they're going to say like, You know, they're going to realize that that's not the life for them, but it's going to be too late, something like that. Mm -hmm.
0: And at 22 years old, like your biggest enemies are student debt, which is definitely rough. So you got to figure out your own path to manage that. But it's student debt and it's your parents' expectations, right? Mm -hmm. Like those are like the only things that are really, you know, holding you back from anything you want to do. And I guess you could lump in people's expectations as well. But I think. a lot of people their parents expectations are a lot higher anyways um that was kind of just like a little gist of the video and yeah I think that set me on a good path (laughs) it inspired like a few journal entries and um I actually came across this quote um that was mentioned in like some random podcast episode I was listening to but um this quote is by Conor McGregor and I think this quote just came in the right moment um it goes at the end of the day, you got to feel some way. So why not feel unbeatable? Why not feel untouchable? And again, this quote just came at the right time, because Mm -hmm. I think this was, um, for me, it was a moment where I was kind of getting more in touch with what I wanted, the person that I wanted to be, um, what I valued, and it was just all becoming clear. And this quote just like hit because like, this is so true, you know, Um, It's really hard to say this quote in a time when you're feeling low and um, you just feel like you can't do anything. Right. But I think actively applying this philosophy to your daily life may minimize those moments where you feel low. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's just a good practice anyways. And also when you are feeling low, I feel like, you know, those are signposts, right? So yeah, it does help to kind of get to the root cause and to give those low moments, like your full attention and um and an intention of understanding it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like that was a very long spiel.
1: No, no, no. That's a yeah. It's a really good c- quote, and I think that definitely resonates with a lot of people nowadays. Especially in once you start recognizing how much how much power you really have over your emotions and mm-hmm. thoughts. Not to say that you can control the your. Every every emotion that wells up in you, but that you're capable of using your presence and the power of that to l- seek out the the good things in life. I there's this there's another quote that's something like um, you always find what you seek. If you're looking for reasons why your mm, life sucks, you yeah. will find examples of why your life sucks. If you're looking for reasons why you're the best fucking you know you're the most amazing person in the world and you have the best life ever, then you will find, you will find um, proof of that. And I mean, I think at the end of the day, it does go, it goes back to gratitude, right? Recognizing what you already have, Mm -hmm. recognizing how good you have it and how lucky you are. And I don't know, like, I mean, this, this, this time of our life is like you said, very, very scary and there's a lot of risk, but every time I go to you about some shit I'm spiraling about the one of the most consistent things you say to me is that this is a very exciting time to be able to experience this and we're going to look back at these moments and laugh about how silly we were and how how seriously we took everything um but Mm -hmm. also it's funny that uh you came across this quote or this um this meaning in this quote this uh but Mm -hmm. i came across this kind the same sentiment because i'm reading little women and i'm only a couple chapters in but there was uh at the end of one of the chapters the mom of the four girls four four girls yeah four or five girls oh is her name really marmy or is that what they call mommy call her marmy i i I just assume i assume that her name is marmy it's how that's how it's written in the story uh but Marmee is talking to the girls and it's after the girls have exchanged their story, their stories about their days. And one of them, uh, Joe, goes to her aunt March's place and she reads her this book that she never that uh, her aunt has never read before and ends up making her like the book. And she goes back and she finds her she like forgot her coat or something and sees that she's buried in the book. And then she realized that, wow, this woman has so much wealth, but she doesn't even know how to enjoy it. And then one sister went to the market and she saw a lady beg for, beg for like a fish so that she could feed her family in exchange for work. Um, And then Marmi, she uh, felt, she was so consumed with the fact that her, her husband is off at war that she didn't realize that there's so many other people who, who don't even have any family because all their sons are off at war, and she at least she has her her daughters, and the way that she compiles all of these stories as a, a kind of, as a lesson for the girls that don't take anything for granted. Wealth is not just money and riches; it's the recognition of everything that you already have. It's mm-hmm. her teaching them that it's your choice to choose to. It's your choice to choose to. It's your it's up to you to choose to see <laughs> the good in your life and mm-hmm. to not take it for granted. Right.
0: Dude, it's just so funny, like all these like spiritual lessons, right, that we get from books that we get from Aaron Dowdy, right? <laughs> it's just like come back to you in different forms and we talk about this like almost every episode but because it's Mm -hmm. so true right it's like the same lesson but with like different lenses different situations and honestly that is quite a beautiful thing right because it kind of makes you think about how maybe there are some like real lessons in life that everyone needs to learn Mm -hmm. um, or pay attention to right so yeah I just think that's Yeah and everyone's gonna learn
1: it in their own way in their own time you know And probably more than Mm -hmm. once, too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, both these, like, stories, I guess, like, they kind of touch up on, like, emotion management and kind of, I don't know, being able to make a decision. Um, Something that has become clearer to me Mm -hmm. lately is that, like, the only thing that is holding you back from, you know, your highest self or uh, your goals or... You know, a, a lifestyle change is that decision, right? And, you know, this could be in terms of fitness, this, this could be in terms of like career, but, you know, some we, we always like it's like as a human, I, I just always want to sit in the gray area, you know? Like, I want to keep my options mm-hmm. open. I just want to, yeah, you know, stay in the gray mm-hmm. area and maybe things will figure themselves out in front mm-hmm. of me, right? But if I instead just decided to make a decision and commit to the changes that I wanted to make, like, I don't know. That's just um, an easier, uh, not an easier way of going about it. It's actually the more difficult way to go about it because it's so in the big picture. It's just like
1: I think you much of things you want to do. You made. I think you cut out again. Damn it! What what part? Um, you just said uh something about. I was just watching you glitch and I forgot what you were (laughs) (laughs) saying. The way that you glitch was like. So just re- just go back like like 5 seconds. Basically
0: my point is that the only thing that holding is holding you back from that change you want to make is the decision and your decision to commit to it fully 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that is like so simple, it's so corny, but I don't know, I'm seeing the truth in it more and more these days and it's just something that I need to do as somebody who sits in the gray area all the time because I want to keep my options open and because I want to make the best decision, right? That doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Like, time is, like, passing by, you know?
1: Yeah, and you, you yeah. can either be a part of it or not, but life is just going to keep going without you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: God. Another thing that that reminded me of is, um. so, okay, I promise this is relevant to this conversation. I will tie it back, but I have mm. to mention... I got a perm the other day. <laughs> I cut my hair uh, back to its usual. I, my, I, my hair is usually really short. Uh, but I also got a perm. And I did that on Monday. That was only two days ago. And honestly, these past two days have been fucking amazing. I have mm-hmm. never felt more like myself in a long time. And I've also, like, cleared out my closet. I got a bunch of new clothes. And today, I was planning on just, like, doing a quick stop at target and pick up some like dish soap for my house. Then I like changed into some clothes and I saw the way it matched my hair and just the vibes of everything was were just so good and I just felt mm-hmm. so confident in myself. And there's this TikTok. I might have mentioned this before, but uh, it's the idea that confidence is not something that you put on it's on a face that you put on it's the actually it's just the name for you fully embodying who you are and mm. living super super authentically in aligned with like that. in line with who you truly are
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so I felt really really confident and I realized it's because I feel so me I mm-hmm. feel I've never felt so me in my life and I wanted to go out into the world and show—not show, show everybody—but I wanted to go out in the world and live my, live my life and, like, sh- basically show off this version of me that I'm so proud of, proud of, and that like I love, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. um So I I ended up making it a whole day, like obviously like very safe. I I bought um I bought my favorite sandwich from my favorite cafe. I I picked up my I did my errands, but then I also sat down at. Uh, like a, a table I journaled for a little bit and then after my parking was up it was like two hours from parking validation I moved locations I, for the first time I've been thinking about doing this for so long but I just haven't because part of me is kind of scared of COVID and also part of me is like kind of lazy but I went to a park there weren't that many people
0: mm-hmm. I
1: laid out a blanket I started reading Little Women I took a 20 minute nap and I journaled a little bit more there were these, uh, there was this guy who was selling flowers on the side of the street on the way back to my car. And then this was right after I was thinking to myself, like, what else can I do for myself today? Like, I was just, I realized like I'm taking myself on a date. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of want to buy myself flowers. And then I see this guy with a truck with all these flowers. And I usually like, like, don't pay any mind to it. But then I was like, oh, no, this is a sign. I got to get myself some flowers. And I bought myself some flowers. And then I came home and I started doing it. And like, all of this, all of this to say that. I put on this outfit and I changed my hair and these are all super, super small changes, but they completely change the way that you interact with the world it completely changes the way that you start your day and you go out into life and express yourself. Right. And even when I got out of my car, like I saw my neighbors that were playing Whatever beer dye on the porch, mm-hmm. and I usually I just don't talk to anybody. I'm usually like in my like sweats and my hair is in a bun because it's like overgrown, and I just go and I just go inside and I just ignore. But then I was like I was like taking my flowers on my car. I was like getting my bag. And I just felt so good. I felt like myself, and I introduced myself to them. I was like, "Hi, I'm Sophie. Like, what are you What are your guys' names? Like, I just moved in like two months ago, but I never got a chance to introduce myself and because it just felt, I felt compelled to. Because I feel like this person that I'm being right now, just she she would do this, and I just felt compelled to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I went, okay. Why are you
0: giving me my face? Yeah, because it, it lagged a little bit. But then I was trying to line it up and see if it made sense from the audio I heard. Um, but I think it, it it does. Well, it's okay. Did you say I I felt compassion? Did you ever say that? Okay. <laughs> no. It was it was like, you know, um I, I went to the guys, I saw them, and um yeah, it was you were finishing up that story. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. So I went up to the guys and I and I said hi for the first time because it felt like that was what yeah, my but that that, that, was, that is what this version of myself mm. would do in this situation. And not even like seeing it as separate from myself, but recognizing that I'm doing this because I feel mm. compelled to do it, because this is the this is like the quote-unquote quote, mm-hmm. character I'm embodying right and I, I just had a conversation with one of my um friends who is an actress and she said she was she took this movement class back at USC when she was doing her um her major and one of the exercises she did was um they had to dress up as their character that they were playing and so she she was dressing up as a man and so she got this these oversized these really big shoes and she got these shoulder padded uh uh, whatever what are they called suit yeah I don't know like a jacket blazer like like padded okay. jacket oh. and then she blazer yeah 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 and like I mean wearing different clothes automatically changes the way you you move mm-hmm. and the way you interact with the world and she was she was like she said like oh well like with the big shoes obviously it's kind of harder to walk in but also it's, you have to take a bigger stride that's more like mm-hmm. like quote-unquote manly and when you have shoulder pads you you know you move a little bit more with your with your chest forward. And then she was like, applying it to her own life, which she just got her nails done. And she, she said like, oh, even now look at me, I'm just flaunting my nails because I want to show you, like I'm proud to show this off. And I realized like connecting that to this very, very long-winded story. Uh, I realized I wanted to show this version of myself off to the world. I was proud to, I like am so mm-hmm. confident in who I am. And this version of myself that I'm able to embody and I've never felt more me that I feel so elated to be able to introduce and myself. Yeah, I,
0: to. I love that story with the yeah. you seeing the neighbors, um, and just like finally saying hi because like I know how long they've been there. Um, mm-hmm. but no, that story really like <laughs> hits, like I like it resonates. Like that's how I know it's real, you know, because like if I saw them, I would definitely say no, mm-hmm. right? But if I was feeling this sort of confidence or like happiness with myself. I totally would do that too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I very much like that. And then right. connecting that story about like the acting and the movement, it just makes sense. You know, it just wraps it all together. Um, and
1: yeah. yeah, and it's it's less about like playing another character. Like I'm I'm connecting the mm-hmm. acting with your regular life. I mean, with acting, you're playing quote you're technically playing another character, but the point of using that exercise of dressing up like them, pretending that you're in their office space, Uh, Mm -hmm. it's so that you can embody them right and so when you're doing that for your own in your own personal life I see the connection as I'm buying clothes that I resonate with and that I imagine my whatever highest Mm -hmm. self to resonate with I'm cutting my hair and perming it Mm -hmm. because that's what I resonate with and if I just fill my life with the things that I resonate with my authenticity Mm -hmm. will shine through and I'm embodying my most authentic self. And then the rest follows. Like, I don't have to consciously make the effort to be like, I'm right. going to go talk to my neighbors today. Because that's
0: mm. what my neighbors
1: do. It's like, I'm embodying <gasps> this character. And naturally, that yes. just makes me want to talk to other people because yes. I'm so comfortable. You're nourishing,
0: something. like, the, right? the source, like, the root, you know? And then all these actions are flowing out of it. Yes, yes. It. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's like spraying the leaf on a plant versus, like, actually wait why is it oh because it's like you like spraying like spraying water what did i say spraying the water on the leaf of a plant versus actually watering watering the the seed i don't know i don't plant but
0: you water a seed right (laughs) (laughs) i don't plant
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah I mean like because you know cause, like sometimes people spray hands okay. to like spruce it up but it doesn't it's just to like right it's artificial, yeah like, no I think
0: for most people clothes whether you're aware of it or not like or like self-aware to feel that way right but then for you your story with the perm and the clothes all that was very intentional just the way that you're describing it right so I feel like you were able to reap more joy out of it, right? Or, I don't know, turn this intention into something um, that you want to do or express mm-hmm. or feel.
1: Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Like, I wasn't planning on doing, like, getting a perm because I wanted to say hi to the neighbor. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get this perm because I want to feel confident blah 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 I just like wanted to get a perm because I just felt like it and I thought that mm-hmm. I would like it and then all of a sudden it's like that one choice that really aligns with your values or oh my god I'm making I'm really just philosophicalizing my what am I trying to say I'm like making my my perm such a, like a dramatic, oh, wow. it's a
0: dramatic
1: dramatic uh like turning page in my life but it can't be I the mean, first time we've done this <laughs> yeah it is it's probably not but um Anyway, I it's not like that I did that for that purpose. It's just I did it. And then the momentum of that just carried mm-hmm. over. It's like, damn, I feel so confident. I feel like myself. And like I'm going to interact with the, in the world the way I want to. And to draw this, finally, to draw this back to what we were talking about earlier about making mm-hmm. the change, right? Make, choosing to make the change, whether it be career or lifestyle mm-hmm. or health, fitness, um, getting out of a relationship or uh, moving Mm -hmm. to a new city or Mm -hmm. getting a perm it's making a change because you recognize that what you're currently in is not resonating or aligned with your most authentic Mm -hmm. self Mm -hmm. right and i think that recognition that recognition Mm -hmm. is the first step It's like realizing i'm not happy where i am right now and realizing that it's because it doesn't align with who you really are or who you Mm -hmm. really want to be and then once you make one change that aligns with what you what Mm -hmm. the person you want to be you'd be surprised at how dramatically your your life the
0: momentum right
1: didn't we talk about that recently Mm -hmm. too
0: on one of the episodes about momentum yeah I feel like momentum is super important though right because you know whether Mm -hmm. it's like external factors or a decision you made like I don't know momentum is just Uh, I don't know for me it's just been something that's been very fun to experience or like very fun to observe right so like the momentum of getting your perm and like all these other things came along Mm. or I don't know or maybe at the end of the day you just made a decision to see the positive side of your perm or how abundant the perm makes you feel I feel like I'm confusing things Mm. now but
1: no 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 I, I think I understand what you're saying it's like you make one choice and then you don't realize like how that one choice trickles down mm-hmm. to every other thing and every mm-hmm. other person right so okay i'm really going to make okay i you, you think that i made my my dramatic <laughs> before i'm gonna make it extra dramatic now okay here hear me out i get a perm because i feel like it right because i get a perm <laughs> because i get a perm i feel better about myself yes. i feel more confident so i'm more mm-hmm. sociable yeah to people all right I reach out and I say hi to a stranger on the street, right? And then I make mm-hmm. their day, right? And then I pull them out of whatever spiraling mm-hmm. they were in, right? And then they decide, like, hey, I mm-hmm. want to make a change in my life. You know, this person really influenced mm-hmm. me, right? And then maybe they maybe they don't get a perm. Maybe they, like, decide to mm-hmm. finally make the move to, um, I don't know, Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. right? And then they are finally aligned mm-hmm. with what they mm-hmm. want to do. And then they're influencing other people because other people are seeing that they're he's right. there physically. So it's not necessarily that like this is an individual, like mm. is an isolated event. It's like every single every single choice you make that aids in your your mm-hmm. personal betterment is automatically gonna turn right. you down to not only your only continue your only your continuous benefit, but everybody mm-hmm. around you too. Like the people who take care of themselves the most and are the most like confident secure really know how to hone in on their their you know past mm-hmm. traumas and are like a gem of a human being. They radiate that mm-hmm. energy to other people. And i like I've talked to you about this. There have been people in my life where mm-hmm. they don't do anything. They just are who they are, mm-hmm. and they just live super authentically. and just being around them makes me feel like I, want to make a change in my life because like damn they're they're living a really like they're living their best life and they don't need that much they just are and then that makes that influences me without them even needing to do anything
0: makes sense yeah and
1: it's like you know like people who pursue creative careers and stuff like that
0: right there's a lot of guilt behind pursuing that creative career because it doesn't pay well enough or because you have a low chance of success whatever it is right but I think that's what people mean when they say like you know you should do what makes you happy right because at the end of the day that's how you best serve people all right that's something that matters a lot right because um, like mm-hmm. you know trying to connect somebody pursuing acting with them doing good for the world is like oh how do you make that connection right but like that person's mm-hmm. being authentic to themselves and they know that this makes them happy it will trickle into other people's lives right and it'll be inspiring which
1: is great so yeah Yeah, I was just having this conversation with one of my other friends too because she wants to she wants to do big things Mm. in the world right and obviously I support her so so much but I also put in my two cents about how you don't necessarily like there if you if your life mission and you feel compelled to go and volunteer for the rest of your life or dedicate your life to the, the peace corps or I don't know. Serve in the military, or do the the things that are very outwardly good in the world. Be a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, fight for justice. You know, protest all that. Go ahead and do it if that's what aligns mm-hmm. with you. But you can benefit this world so much, even if you were a janitor, or even if you were a grocery bagger, if that was what you. Mm-hmm hundred percent wanted to do mm-hmm. right it's the the contribution to society is not limited to the role it's I think what's most underrated is what people overlook often is how aligned the person is with mm-hmm. that role because you can have a doctor okay. who who hates their job who doesn't not doing it for the right reasons or you can have a janitor who just really really loves to be engaged with the mm-hmm. school that they're cleaning up after and talks to the kids after school you know there's there's a there's a mm-hmm. difference there mm-hmm. right yeah it's, yeah especially with teaching it's so important right like I don't
0: really know what the teacher mm-hmm. interview process is like but that's like where you need people who are genuinely aligned with that sort of service right um that sort of thing because mm-hmm. it's so important like you're 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 raising kids you know you're you're interacting mm-hmm. with kids when they're in this very uh formational foundational or formative, formative time formative. yeah so mm-hmm. yeah I mean yes in interviews people do gauge for like passion and stuff like that but like I don't know I feel like the sweet talkers always get their their way you know or as in like <laughs> basically it's hard to gauge that alignment or that passion plus people don't
1: know anyways right
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true but we wouldn't have to gauge that if we just taught that in Mm schools, that hey do the things that that you want to do and then you wouldn't even need to like see if somebody's bullshitting Mm -hmm. you because if they were taught in a young age that hey don't do something you don't Mm want to do then I mean that's so much easier said than done obviously this like perspective comes from a a load of of privilege Mm -hmm. to be able to choose what you want to do but I mean in a utopic world perhaps one day we can all live in harmony and sing kumbaya Mm -hmm. and do whatever the fuck we want to do and just contribute to the world in the way that best serves our interests and everyone else's
0: interests. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I'd love to live in that world. I feel like everyone would be yeah, so much happier and less conflict in life, right? Because we're happy with ourselves, right? And that has such an impact on how you see life In general, Mm -hmm. yeah. What was your story that you wanted to share? You said you were going to share a story on here. Remember? Yeah,
1: Yeah. story that you
0: would tell me on the podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, I don't remember it. What was it related? You didn't tell me.
0: I was like, what? I want to hear it. What was it? I don't know. You're like, oh, I was going to tell you something. Oh wait, I'll wait for the podcast episode.
1: Maybe I already talked about Are you it. Sure. Was there anything here? Wait, know. I'm so curious now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I probably already talked about it. It's fine.
0: Doesn't like ring a bell,
1: bro. Your internet. Your internet. What? You hear? Ring a bell? Yeah. I don't know. Even what.
0: even me bringing up that past conversation doesn't ring a bell. You you literally said like, oh I have a story to tell you. Oh wait, no I'm just gonna wait for the podcast so to get your reaction or something.
1: Yeah, yeah I remember oh you saying that, but I'm pretty sure it was like an adjunct to another story. You do have a so lot, I lot of stories, don't really. Oh wait 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 no 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 I do remember it now. Okay, it was just it was just an ad, it was an adjunct. It was the I was journaling about how this revolutionary perm, guys. I'm just telling, like, I'm just going to talk about this perm. This episode, is not about moisturizer. It's just about my perm. But, um, I was writing about how uh, the way that this has made me recognize how in tune with myself I am also makes me recognize how disassociated I was mm. from myself before like this is how I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to feel every day like this is how what it feels like to live authentically every day Mm -hmm. it feels really fucking good and how long have I gone in my teenage years and even like last year trying to do some be something else or not dressing or showing up in the world as who I want to be and then I thought about Oh my god this is probably this is like not even an ounce of what i believe transgender Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. feel like completely not in the body that they need to be in that they Mm -hmm. are meant to be in right and then i'm thinking about oh my god i just went into this huge train of thought during this journal entry there's them but then that's like i feel like that's the most dramatic scale but then there are people who are like oh i really want to move countries or maybe, oh, I really like don't mm. like the relationship I'm in, or I just like mm. want to quit my job, or I want to dye my hair, or I want to get my nails done, or I want to get a new coat, I want to buy this jacket, whatever. There are these little t- like tiny, like anywhere from like the minuscule decisions of wanting to make a change, mm. like I need to clean my room, to all the way to like right. I was born in the wrong gender. These are all human experiences that are itches to that okay they're itches Mm -hmm. that we need to scratch essentially like they're like our body or whatever our intuition telling us like 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 I kind of need to make a change right now I'm not happy because this is not my highest self this is my not my most authentic self and then I was thinking about how there's our society invalidates the experiences of, of transgender people just because all of a sudden if they want to make a change about who they are, or not even who they are, but the way that their vessel of the mm-hmm. body portrays them, portrays who they are. It's like all of a sudden that's that's controversial because uh yeah, like you were like, why would you want to change your body? Like that's your God given body. And mm-hmm. I don't want to get political or anything. I'm just trying to make draw a point between between every human experience like it's everybody experiences what it's like to feel even like in the slightest way feel like there's Mm something like you need to make a change in your life right and oh my god i don't want to oh my god this is a disclaimer i don't want to to trivialize the experiences of transgender people transgender people to somebody Mm -hmm. wanting to buy a new shirt or something like that's not at all what i'm trying to say i'm just trying to say that like what that was a reflection I had that this feeling that you're not expressing yourself Mm -hmm. as authentically as you should in the world is a common human experience, but we misconstrue Mm -hmm. it when it comes to like transgender people. Right. That that topic is is somehow separated from Mm -hmm. any other change you want to make. Like if
0: you're in a conversation with somebody who had like the opposing view, would you bring up this example? Ever, do you think? I think yeah, I a way to break it down,
1: you know? I mean...
0: I c- can connect the dots right? easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but then, then there's a the whole thing about just gender in general and how, I don't know, some people don't even, like, understand mm-hmm. non-binary and mm-hmm. pronouns, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for the most part, all my friends and peers are pretty pretty like not problematic so I don't I'm lucky that I don't have to uh explain you Mm
0: -hmm. know um I was gonna say that it cut out but then actually no I heard everything you said because it lined up but I can't tell if it's my wi-fi or if like anchor is gonna record me not hearing you you know like whatever I guess we'll find out
1: I think you're I'm pretty
0: sure you're. as long as we yeah and it's recording from your point well, right. It makes sense. That it's recording sense. from my phone. Um, so I, yeah, maybe you didn't need to repeat yourself earlier, but um, anyways, I want to find my perm. Oh. Yeah, for you. Yeah, I, true. Yeah, I want to find my perm. Find your perm. Like, what is my perm? It's like the <laughs> perm seemed to unlock a lot of new feelings. And like, do you have like a like a T chart example of like maybe? Feelings that you would have felt before the perm and how versus how you felt after. So, for example, like, with the neighbors, you would usually just ignore them. But now you said hi. I mean, I guess you gave a lot of examples in your story, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, before, my hair was just, like, so grown out. I didn't like it. I didn't really, like, unless I, like, actually tried to style it and comb through. Like, I, like, Mm -hmm. showered and I dried it and I just was really intentional about it I just didn't like the way that my hair looked it was too long I didn't Mm -hmm. didn't vibe with it so I think honestly that's so so funny because now I'm thinking about like wow the way you interact with the world has so much to do with how much you how what you Mm -hmm. feel about yourself like what you feel about the world is how you feel about yourself um I I think I just would I don't know I just feel messier Mm -hmm. I just felt messier yet like three days ago i felt messier but now i just feel put together like this morning also i like rearranged my room i vacuumed and i was organizing all my craft shit because it was it's always been just all over Mm -hmm. the floor and like if i craft for a day then my it just it looks like i threw up in my room um but now everything is very very put together and i just feel like um i just Mm -hmm. i just
0: feel completely i like that
1: (laughs) yeah i just feel like you know what I mean? Like I, I don't know how to I don't know how to, to verbalize yeah. the the feeling. But before pre perm, I mm. felt segmented in a way.
0: Yeah, I guess like the meaning you assigned to like that hairdo you had before was just like I don't know, messy, just like just too out much. of control, messy, Ex- excess. unnecessary excess, right? And now you're like excess. meaning you have with this hair yeah. is like your highest self and then it lined up the room and yeah Fresh the organization sharp. yes very nice see yeah, th- this is where i want to find my perm like find your perm. Like, no yeah like <laughs> i don't know what that's going to be in my I mean, hair i
1: what, what do you what's the change that you you need in your life right now what's what's bothering you cuz honestly i did it cuz yeah, my hair was think, bothering me. <laughs> i think i need to clean my room and i think i like i actually need to cut my hair it is way too freaking long oh
0: Feel like yeah, no, I always you always do, you know, because it feels so good. And like, I wish I was ma- a man in the sense that like, they seem to like shower all the time and just like get away with it. Maybe they don't care about dry skin, <laughs> but like, I wouldn't over shower because I don't want dry skin. And Marty the
1: guys seem to shower all the time. That's funny. I I would assume that people.
0: Think I, I feel like I shower. see guys get away with like two showers a day, like. Oh. Yeah, which oh, I cannot I do, okay? I'm already a lizard. And then, um, yeah, and, like, with hair, they get haircuts so often, and it must feel so good. You know, like, going to the barber and just, I don't know, getting your beard cut, too, like, a mm. uh, little, I, I guess the female, all right, this is very binary, but, the like, the female alternative would be
1: getting my nails done, you know? Um, yeah, true, or shaving your
0: legs. true.
1: Right, and I, I also think that like with guys, it's like they can sh- they can go to the barber a lot, but they would probably think it's a hassle. Also, like it, you you cut your mm. hair when your hair is really really short, you cut your hair, and two weeks later it looks yeah. grown yeah. out already.
0: Yeah, right, sure. Not. Hair is important, and I'm a Leo rising, you know, so that means I gotta be like, like, <laughs> you gotta go. Oh, yeah, that would blonde. be cool. But yeah, Leo Risings are known for their hair. So that's kinda it's kinda funny. Yeah. Wait, really? Because the Leo is like a lion and like the rising is you know, your rising sign is I guess how you are how the world interprets you or you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh. Oh, hair is just Wait, basically you it out again,
1: you it again.
0: a standout trait for Leo Risings, I guess. Which makes sense. I don't know. I got a lot of comments on my hair growing up, but um, okay. thank you. I get it from my mother, who is not Aaliyah Rising, but she has really good hair. So, yeah, yeah.
1: I support platinum blonde. I'm just saying. I like
0: you uh, yeah, definitely like, feel like a different person. Will I play another character, or is that myself? You know, like I don't know. Who, who's going to come out of that haircut? And, like, you know how the bullets? Yes, yes. Yeah, but isn't it fun? People who like what? change their hair all oh, the time. Yeah. Super cool. Like oh my like, God. Like, yeah. like a different video uh, game no, like, every two months. Yeah. <laughs> that's like an underrated way of refreshing so your fun. life. Or maybe I just never really looked into it much because, like, I don't do anything to my hair. So I don't pay attention to these people who, like, always make over themselves. But same thing with makeup, too. Mm. You know? I don't do that stuff either. Yes. Mm. Yes, exactly. And clothes. I know. Seriously. Costume.
1: It matters. In the world. Yeah. And it's fucking cool that there are so many resources and variety for you to wear Mm. and style yourself however the fuck you want. If you want to get 10-inch long nails, you can get them done. If you want to get, like, change your hair color every two weeks there are ways to do that if you want to get if you're Mm -hmm, an asian girl and you want to get up you want to have curly hair like you can get there are i they literally hooked me up to a machine that heated up the rods that were in my hair and had chemicals just like Mm -hmm. there has there's been so much invested in making sure that everybody can wear and and express themselves in whatever they in whatever way they want to the only thing that's stopping them is either themselves right, or right, society's right. expectations of how people should dress right that's a whole different conversation but i'm like thinking wow. about i watched mm-hmm. one k drama and i found out that in north korea you have only like four hairstyles that you can choose from you can only you can wear a certain certain... like color makeup and certain amount of makeup or like right there this is lot. like
0: a half to thing or is so everybody mean, adhering to that?
1: It's a beauty standard. <laughs> yeah. Or, I just no. I I saw a scene where it's like you go to the the shop or whatever the the salon and you're given. Oh, is this like some like, like fake, those fake only world ones in the show? Allowed. Oh,
0: okay. I see. I see. Uh, I okay. It go on. Oh was god. Yeah crash landing on you so three but um <laughs> sorry go, go on <laughs> yeah
1: oh yeah but mm. um like they only had a certain amount of like certain types of makeup styles and certain types of hairstyles and i do whatever i think they're... we often take it for granted that we can we we like yeah the life life is just a, a game and you can choose how you want to play and you can choose how you want yeah to
0: react Um, to the
1: uh, things that happen and
0: what was I gonna say uh I don't know I feel like I have these periods like every few months it used to be more frequent where you just like have this urge to like make over yourself or just like I don't know um start a glow up project for yourself in whatever way it is right and then you get really excited about it you go on Pinterest you look for inspiration you make a board about it you add to your board so fun it happens all the time mm. and like those experiences oh my god they're so fun mm-hmm. they just make me feel those experiences where you get super excited Wait, what? about like what are so fun I guess maybe it's like it tends oh, to be more superficial it's like more on the physical level right but it's just super duper exciting and I don't know having mm. refreshers in life is just I don't know it's something that I found <laughs> that I need you know like having like that refresher or that um that re-inspiration yeah. that re-motivation like it's just
1: important yeah mm-hmm. it's like how do I want to dress my avatar yeah. this year or oh. this week or today or I don't know mm-hmm. it's yeah I see what you mean. I know it, it is, is it's really exciting like a kid again there's right? so much fun
0: that you can kind play of, around with yeah yeah and gamifying yeah, life dress right up. oh wow
1: yeah Yes, there's this really good podcast episode also by The Love Drive, Sean Galanos. Galanos. He invites this, he's um, a doctor. He's uh, also a podcast host, but he talks about his perspective that life is just a game and there are rules, but besides the rules, you can play however the fuck you want. And why choose to, when you have the choice to live your life it's like that quote, it's like, if you have the choice to live your life mm. thinking that you're unstoppable and thinking that you're the that hottest, hottest bitch on the block, why would you right. not mm. choose to do that, right? And he also has this really good quote uh, that I've been referencing recently. It's never too late to have a mm. good
0: childhood.
1: It's never mm. too late to have a good childhood. You can go your entire life moping and Like crying about how you didn't get this or your parents did that. And yeah, maybe your parents were really shitty to you, and maybe Mm -hmm. you didn't just get the life that you deserved as a kid. There's nothing you can do about it now. Um, you're living in the moment, and if you let your past constantly consume your present in a way that's not helping Mm -hmm. you out, helping you play the game that you want to play. Man, what are you doing? Look back at your life. Look back at the choices that you made or other people made for you and accept them. Because yeah, why not? And why not accept them?
0: Yeah. yeah. Gonna I feel die like anyway. that's like a really good reminder to... I, I'm just wording it this way because this, this is how it would apply to me. But it's like taking the past more lightly um, than I am right now, right? Because, like, of course, like, the past means something. It's significant. It happened. But it's not everything. So don't use it to inform all your future life decisions or how you see yourself, you know? Um, Yeah. yeah. Like the whole gamifying thing is kind of Mm -hmm. a nice way to think about it. It just really simplifies life, you know, again, it, yeah. 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 It takes away that gray space too, that I always find myself in. So yeah, I guess cheers to um, Mm. simplification. (laughs) Yes.
1: Minimum. Yes. Return. Have you watched Marie it? Con- I haven't no, watched it.
0: yet. Everyone did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I watched I watched the first episode. No, no, no. no. Oh, it's just like wait, at the time, it, it seemed like me. everybody what?
0: was what? talking about it.
1: Oh my god. I watched it last summer with, oh no, not last summer. Two summers ago, technically. 2021 now. Mm. I watched it two yeah. summers ago with my mom. Was that right nice? the first two episodes with her. Do, do you, you not? Oh, you do, like right? now? It's oh, I space, do too. Right? But it's just funny that my mom does too. Just, mm. yeah. And it's just oh, more, it. it's easier to access oh,
0: to. Marie Kondo. Um, mm-hmm. Sponsor us. JK. Yeah.
1: Sponsor us, Marie Kondo. Sponsor us, Sponsor us, Aquaphor. Sponsor us. Um, Honestly,
0: I think we should um, record our little ad thing, right? Okay. Right on,
1: anchor. yeah. An ad?
0: Why not? Oh yeah, we have ads. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is it an sure. ad for anchor?
1: I don't think. I'm pretty sure you get like. I'm pretty sure you get like five dollars oh, for every ten thousand views or whatever listens. I know, but it's just so kind of I don't think we're an ad. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, I'm
1: done. <laughs> let's, let's just record it for the sake. And then, like, when oh. people listen to the, the, the ad, you'll just know that you're listening to us doing it not because we... Yeah. Funny, like, we I don't know. that's seems fun. An and ad. I
0: hear all the time. So, I'm like, yeah. I want to record an
1: ad. Okay. Okay, let's record an okay. ad. We'll do that next, next episode. But in the meantime, this is your PSA. Go find your perm. Yes,
0: very much so and don't choose and st- how you feel more sure with every moment you can or actually don't choose I mean <laughs> I'm just saying you can choose you know okay thank you for listening
1: yeah Yeah. alright thanks for listening we'll see you